What's going on, everyone? Today is a pretty big deal in the podcast world. We're on yeah. episode 100. One double zero. It's a pretty big deal. 100 pounds of boost. 100 pounds of boost. 100 pounds of boost. <laughs> Everything's blowing Let's up. Let's get it. <laughs> hey, Matt, like, why haven't we made 100 PSI of boost yet? <laughs> it's Ryan's fault. I'm, I mean, it's probably my fault in some way, form, or fashion. <laughs> probably some way. <laughs> like, uh, why has... Al Mayo, Alan Mayo's uh, Camaro not made 100 PSI yet. I mean... Ooh, 100 PSI LTG? It got, it got real close, I believe, at one point on accident. <laughs> We're waiting for someone to uh, surpass us first. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> that's never going to happen yeah. then, so yeah. I guess, well... No, no sadly. Percent. Someone do it, so we can do it. But uh, housekeeping out of the way, we have some giveaways today. We rarely do those, so can stick I, around for the whole podcast. Can I win something? No. Oh, you can buy something though, which you did today. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. You wanna? Are you trying tell to? The- are you trying to plug our brand new crew shirts? Everyone, look at our new crew shirts. We got show these it off, right here. Show it off. I call them the base model hoodies. It's a hoodie without the hood. <laughs> yep. They're crew necks. They're great. Crew-necks. They'll be on the website right. Monday. So stay tuned for those. It looks good. Uh, just self note is they seem to run a little small. Maybe. Yep. yep. So you might want to size up on them if you order them. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah. guys, today we got some uh, I'm just sitting in. Uh, eventually, the big boss man, uh, Zoom, yep. will be here to take my place. Um, we got big Matt Meekoff, one of the OGs, on with the other OG, Tim Beak, on, on podcast today. Mm-hmm. Matt is so OG that he's, like, kind of pre-OG. <laughs> like, Matt was the guy that, like, was playing with Zoom's car, like, just tinkering with it playing with it in his garage way before ZZP was a thing so Matt's been around longer than me that's why there is a ZZP yeah because Zoom's car was the fastest one yeah and everybody was like what do you got yeah why is yours faster and Zoom you know dollar signs yep roll out (laughs) I'm not gonna make three of these I'll make a thousand yep so yeah yep I think one of the first products was a throttle body right yep yep um, Zoom and, and Matt were playing around trying to see what they can do with the supercharged engine because obviously superchargers don't like restriction in front of them. So, you know, one of the first things that you do on a car like that is a bigger throttle body. So, you know, Zoom and Matt are playing with it. They came up with something. It showed gains. He probably used a G-Tech back then. <laughs> no, it was all Stanton. Okay, Stanton, so the drag strip. But, um, but yeah, that's that's about the era, though, like G-Tech era. And then everybody on the forums at the time, like Club GP. I love forums. We're like, hey, we want that throttle body. So, you know, like Matt said, Zoom saw dollar signs, reproduced throttle bodies. We sold the crap out of them. Is that when the website started, or did you, like, sell them a weird way before? We, like, took PayPal payments Oh, and just like, like DM? Or yeah, messages. they were, No, it was, this was before DMs, yeah. dude. What is a DM yeah, back dude, in the like 2000? Like how do you message on a forum? Private message. PM. PM? DM yeah. is like the a... the time? <laughs> Can we get this guy out of here? Who let him in here? He, he wasn't born kids. Yet. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we um, took PayPal payments. That's that was my first job in ZZP. Well, my first job was porting exhaust manifolds in his garage, but which was I think maybe product number two. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. I mean, PayPal was only a few years old 
wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez, uh, it was. Well, yep. well, so, so I, I do want to kind of ask too. So, so Matt, how did you meet Zoom? Because I know there, because we all have a little bit. Well, some, all of us, except for you know the young kid at the table right now, have some street racing background and stuff. Like, what, tell us tell us about how you met Zoom and how this, the history of the company kind of got started there. Simple. Car audio. Car audio. Yeah. Well, like, did you like uh, what? What was up with that? Like, did you like Zoom you, sold car audio and I, I was buying from him. Oh, okay. That was big. In the 90s, that was big. Real big. That makes sense because, yeah, back in the know, that's like everyone, you got a sub or you got a box or something for for that kind of thing. Yeah. So so we started building systems together, and then, yeah, it just got into the cars. Um, I had the Corvette, so he bought a 69 Camaro and mounted him up. Yeah, what what Corvette? I don't because I, I don't think our, our viewers know which Corvette because you have a few you have a few Corvettes. The C three. Yeah, C three vet back yeah, then making yeah still has it like and making a good amount of power back yeah, then too. Was supercharged it with a hand grinder and some scrap metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, welded, I love it. Welded a pulley together onto another pulley to to make a crank pulley. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, whatever makes it work. Yeah. yeah, but it was like fast. Back for back then for the time. Well, well, yeah, but so everyone, our viewers, you guys, you guys remember like a eleven or twelve second car back then was dummy fast. Yeah, that yeah. was dumb fast back then. Like yeah. there yeah. were there were dudes like he he's downplaying that that damn Corvette right now. That's what um, I'm saying. I know he's downplaying but, the Corvette, uh, but like there were dudes that ran single digits. Let's say. Uh, around town like you would hear about them you'd hear about them pulling tire on the street street racing because street racing was huge oh yeah then huge but like matt's vet ran like 11s and 11s was ridiculously yeah, fast. fast like he, he, matt is one of the very few people i lost to in a, in a street race because you had a that was na though <laughs> yeah it went 10-5 yeah so like i <laughs> lost to matt like, he, he's one of the very few cars that I lost to. Wait, hold on. 10-5 and what time was this? Like, what year? Oh, mm, one. 10-5 and oh, yeah. one? That that's, was still fast. That's one of the fast and furious. It was like, you got a 10-second car in that thing? But nowadays, it's a, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a lot of stock cars. Yeah, yeah, which is nuts. Yeah, it's but, crazy. But still. Back then, yeah, it was, it was fun. 10-second car back then? I was racing bikes at that time. Yeah. Like 600s and stuff, and they're all. Um, 900s. Jeez. That was a long time ago. Yeah. And they run a lot faster now. Yeah, but C3 Vet doing that back <laughs> then, that's sweet. That's cool. That was a death trap. Yeah. It was. <laughs> is, is that the car that had the steel cable that keeps the driver's seat in the car yeah, if you get in yeah. an accident? Yeah. <laughs> the seat's Wait, attached what? to fiberglass, so there's a cable that hooks the seat to the frame in case the car explodes when you crash. So it just flops around instead I of... I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stay near the, the frame, I guess. Oh no! It keeps the body no. like with the car. Uh, I don't know, dude. I Whoa. saw that and thought, I hope that I never have to use that. Oh no! Oh no! But so, so that's how you guys made. You guys, Zoom had the Camaro. You, you had the the Vet. And eventually, Zoom moved to the GTP. And man, I wish we had a picture to show people with Zoom's GTP or oh my like that. God. Well, his first one was just a '99 GTP, all stock. Oh, like that was a nice, nice, nice car. He leased okay. it. He leased it. Um, okay. But the one he bought was the riced out one. Yeah, the that red was the '97. That had like a super wing on it, and it had like yeah. cra- it had a, a, a livery before liveries were a thing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it flags. was checkered flags. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What? Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was the only cheap one we could find. <laughs> yeah. 
There he is. There he is. Guys, I'm tagging off for the boss man himself. You guys give it up for Zoom, the big boy. Big CEO <laughs> boss man. <laughs> there you go, man. All you. We were just kind of talking, bring you up to speed. We were talking about uh, you and Matt, how you got together with Car Audio, and how ZZP, like, initially started, you know, throttle body in the garage and ported exhaust manifolds in your garage. and <laughs> Yeah. We got to about your first two technically Grand Prix. Yeah. And uh, I guess, Tim, for those who haven't heard the story, how did, how did you get connected with Zoom? Uh, we were just street racing. Like, we we just had, like, the Roger, you know, Rogers Plaza, and we just kind of ran into each other. We had mutual friends, and then we ended up street racing a few times, and and then, uh This yeah. was Eclipse days? Yeah. Yeah, I had my Eclipse, and I was out murdering everybody but Matt, pretty much. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you were faster than Zoom? Yeah. Yep, I beat Zoom twice. Yeah. I think he sprayed it on the second race the second time. Like, he, he, we raced, I beat him, and then, like, a week or two went by, and you're like, I want to rematch. Yeah. So we rematched, and I got you again. But, I mean, honestly, like, you didn't have a chance. You had a front-wheel drive car on the street. Yeah. Like, I had an all-wheel drive Eclipse. Oh. Like, that was, that's... Uh, like, 12 second days, I think. Yeah. Yep, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, we were both running. Like, I was running, like, 1240s yeah. then. And that must have felt like it was blinding fast on the street back then. On the street, yeah. I mean, the car would 60 foot better on the street than it would at the track. Really? Because at the track, the car would break because you don't slip at all. But on the street, it would slip just enough to not break. Uh-huh. So. Yep. Well. Shout out to Sebastian, Brad. Yep. What's up? We got a lot of people in here, so. Uh, just to fill you in, Zoom. Near the end, we got some trivia questions. We're going to do some giveaways to everyone in the chat to celebrate 100. All and right, then until right. then, we're going to talk about uh, some failed experience at experiments at CCP. I got a couple notes written down, but I'm sure you guys have a couple in your minds already. So I wanted to jump in real quick, shift gears. We'll get right back to what yeah. we're doing. So this is this is off topic a bit. So I'm driving here and I'm thinking about what I like and don't like about our sport and our company and our cars. <clears throat> and ties into those old days. And one of the reasons we got into it and what we liked a lot back then is the tinkering. You yep. know, is the tinkering, the talking, the street racing, you know, just the whole involvement of it, right? And as things transition a bit into electrics and uh, a lot of talk about electric cars, I'm going to I'm gonna say there's no tinkering with electrics. And when you do, we had one. We had a, we had a Model 3. Those that don't know, we're talking about fails, right? Here's a fail. So we had yeah. a Model 3 and uh, gotten a pretty small accident, I would say, with that car. Not something that would stop us for more than a week with another car. Mm -hmm. That fucking Model 3 got totaled. Yep. Right? That's why electrics aren't going to be a thing. Like, it, they're too expensive. You can't tinker with them. They're not fun in that way. You total your car when you get in a, a fender bender. It's, it's ridiculous. I think so, that they, I think they're so fast out of the box. Like, let's talk about Teslas. They're so fast out of the box that, like, people just aren't ready for it. 
Mm-hmm. They're just not ready for it. Like, uh, you know, the day you brought your you bought your plaid. Um, Tyler and I were sitting at a four-way intersection. It's the last four-way intersection before we get back to ZZP to hand you the keys back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is our last chance floor. Maybe we should launch. And I just, I don't know, like, uh, call it whatever. Um, you know, I kind of had like a spider sense. Don't floor it. Um, we take off from the light normal and a dude just turned into the right lane, like where we were. He was in the left lane going straight and he just turned into the lane, no blinker. And I was like, I would have ate his rear bumper right there. So that's kind of goes along with what you're saying. Like electric cars are so freaking fast that like that accident with the model three sliding over a rather mild curb sideways, like, like that wouldn't happen with another car because you no. wouldn't be going warp speed well, in the parking looked, but, lot. But it looked like a rocker panel dent. It yeah, looked it like really get did. a new rocker panel and we'll be back on the road, right? Yeah, like a and, grand free $50 at the junkyard. Yeah, Good and it, was a, it was a car totaling experience. But yep. kind of the point is like there are certain things that kill sports and things that kill modifying. One of the things, like the Grand Prix, still going strong, still love it, still making parts for it, as long as you guys, as long as you guys buy parts, we're gonna take that money, we're gonna make new parts, we're gonna get into that. Uh, we might even talk about some new new Grand Prix stuff we got, 3800 stuff we got coming. But um, yeah, like what, what are you supposed to do? When, when you, one of the reasons that the 3800 didn't go even further than it did, you know, but started getting to the point where the guys are like, you know, I'm, I'm going to move on. It was a transmission because yep. when, once you could, once you could make 400 horsepower like that, then it moved into the next thing that broke and the transmissions were just too expensive. Right. And so the sport faded past that point. Well, when you have an electric and you total your entire car, if you have a small accident, you're done. So no one's going to do that again. No one's going to want to turn that into a sport. It's going to be, electrics are going to be a thing. They're coming. Everyone's going to be driving them. Yeah. But not for sport. Yeah. Not, not in, in the, not in our world. Right. That's going to be like the Camry that gets you a to B the person that doesn't want to fiddle. Like we are tinkers. How often do we talk about, we don't like anything that works. We want stuff that has problems and breaks, right? Because then it becomes ours. We like to work on that and fix that, which shout out to the audience. One of the things that we talk about a lot, you guys might not know this, maybe you do. So in the office, we talk every single day. Group of car guys talking shit. Oh, did you see this article? Do you see this thing? Do you see this race? You see that thing between Lucid and Tesla and whatever, whatever. But something else we talk about are builds. And when you guys send in videos, pictures of your builds and you've done something unique and something cool, I mean, it might be what others would think is a shit box. We sit around talking about that for a long time. It's more like, did, did you see the swing arm offset or whatever, you know, whatever particular weird thing that somebody did? If it's weird, if it doesn't make sense it gives us more stuff to talk about we want to see like that's that's why we work here that's why we do what we do we want to see from you guys what you're doing with our parts what you're doing with parts that maybe you made especially when it's unique if you got a car that someone's not modding if you got parts you're using in weird ways modifications that you made we love that we we want to see it we want to talk about it because that that makes our day man that's that's just why we come into work is to see cool stuff yeah we're we're pretty much artists you know, and we see these cars and they're just blank canvases, you know, it, 
like so many people, like I joke about it when you're, when you're around non-car people and you see this, like, I don't know, let's say a, a 240SX or something. You see this car that has like okay body lines. I mean, stock, they're kind of ugly, but like you see what it can be. Yeah. You know, yeah, we and all that, see that's it what totally we different. do. <laughs> that's what we do. We see this stock, boring Park Avenue, let's say. And it's like, man, like, wh- what do I think when I think Park Avenue? I think, holy sleeper car. <laughs> like, let's turbo the crap out of this and yeah. just run everybody. You know, mm-hmm. f- 550 wheel horsepower Park Avenue and just street race it on the highway. Like, that's cool. So, yeah, it's, it's, yep. we love seeing customers. And, and from you guys that love our attention and love our like kind of that extra support, maybe maybe access to some things other people don't have. Uh, you send us something weird, we're, we're going to be all about it. We're going to be. Like, did you see what Bob did with it? Like, can we send him some parts to like continue that? Like, I just want to see what happens, right? Yeah. Like that's that's us, man. So it is kind of interesting how a lot of our platforms progress to we find the cookie cutter. You want 300 horsepower, you want 400 horsepower, here's the recipe. Mm-hmm. Done. And we see a thousand of those come through. But then people get bored of that. And yep. they want to find a different way to do it just to be different. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so on to your mm-hmm. fails, Yep. I think. Yeah, I'll uh, get started with my list. But if you guys have any ideas, I mean, there's way more before I started working here. So any that pop in your head, just take over. Uh, I'll start with... LTG four port injection. Hmm. Yeah, that's who's that on? Is that Matt or that Tim? I mean, Matt was the one that dynoed it, um, and he was a part of the R and D of it, I suppose. But you know, it's it, I don't know. On average, you see people put phenolic spacers on cars, and you see potentially good gains with it and whatnot. So it's, and you know, DIs have the problem of. Um, you know, uh, intake valve coking, you know, they get all gummed up from not having fuel flow across them and keeping them clean. So we're like, oh, you know, we need a aux kit for this LTG. And then uh, they're like, well, let's make one that makes a lot of power. So let's put a, a intake spacer with an injector per cylinder and just hook it up. And then I'll let Matt take over. He was the one that dynoed it. Uh, this was similar to the porting the LNF cylinder head. Yeah, that's oh, another one. And I don't, I don't think I heard about that. I don't think the community knows yet that the LTG four auxiliary injectors right at the port ruins ruins your combustion pattern. Ruins it. It's yep. terrible. <laughs> And uh, I've seen others out there doing it, and they're dropping 50 horse at high RPM, and they don't know why. And they're denying it, saying, well, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that. No, you're not. <laughs> it's not going to come around. I can tell you that right now. Until you design it completely differently. you got to redesign the combustion chamber. <laughs> or redesign the injectors, put them somewhere different. But it's do not, you think gonna, this you're not going to tune it in. Do you think this is a DI thing? Yes. So it's a DI thing. So the LNF ported head. Well, you have the, a, a completely different strategy with combustion and a DI motor. And you lose all of the gains as soon as you do something like that. Um, you know about the porting the LNF head, right? Yep. 50 horsepower loss on a 30% flow gain. Let's say, just to bring the audience up to, you know, up to 
time. Uh, so you have this LNF head and you look at it and you have these like, you know, we're, we're pretty intelligent people here. We can, we can imagine an airflow path through a cylinder head. And we're like, look at this short term radius. This is terrible for airflow. We're going to port the short term radius out of this and the head's going to gain a ton of flow. Matt, you know, the percent, I think it was 34 to be exact. We gained 34% airflow on, on the intake on a, side, on the intake side, on a flow bench. And then what happened when you put it on the dyno? We lost 50 horsepower. <laughs> Because it's DI, because that engine relies on flow and flame travel and all this because of that DI injector. Everything is crucial. You know, I can't imagine the engineering that GM puts into, you know, this to make sure it works when we've we've lost 50 horsepower on two totally different engines by playing with it. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's wild. Um, we were able to get it back by adding 15 degrees of timing. Most of it back, though, right? Got back to stock level. <laughs> it's a lot of money and work for and the had, had to run higher octane and fight with the KR, and Ugh. it was awful. <laughs> Completely awful. Yep. So that ported head that we had thousands of dollars of it into just with, you know, uh, R&D meetings, discussion, l actual labor, um, labor to port the head, labor to swap the head, labor to have Matt on the dyno, which is an expensive employee, R&D employee. And you just basically take the head and you throw it in the scrap bin, mm -hmm. you know, and ZZP has done that thousands of times, probably over our 22 or three years of oh, man. business. So many, so many things. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's just what we do. Uh, yeah. That's what we do all the time. And we talk about it, like, hey, do this, try this. You know, it's like when we built the, uh, we built a whole turbo kit for the 3800 back in the day. We didn't have as many resources. Now we can do things more efficiently, properly. So we don't, we don't do as many alternative methods to <clears throat> try and get the job done because, you know, we have our own computerized bender and, you know, things like that. But <clears throat> back then we didn't. So we built, we built what we dubbed the ultra ass turbo kit <laughs> well it didn't start there no no we had uh ss was for the short stack intercooler the single side turbo we were using ss and they, they it performed so poorly that somebody put an a at the front and <laughs> called it the ass turbo kit <laughs> all right yeah it didn't work um for those oh yeah yeah i remember it now i forgot about it yeah driving a turbo off one bank of a v engine uh it, it, it's not like it doesn't work good it, there are some ideas so bad well that demodding is a mod you know wait so three of the cylinders went to a turbo and the yep. other three went straight out you, yep. yeah you would it was really quick and so you put a front power log on that mounted the turbo on the end of yeah. it and hooked right into the into the back manifold so oh. You so could, it's a you 30 minute install, install this thing. <laughs> yeah, if you could get the oil line done quick, you could have it done an hour or two. And I told Zoom, well, it only makes like two pounds of boost, maybe a pound and a half. And he said, well, it's better than nothing. I was like, no, <laughs> no, it's it's clearly slower. <laughs> like you can feel how slow it is now. And it sounded awful. Oh, no. So it had two noises going on at the same time. It sounded like a like an NA exhaust and a buzzing sound coming from it at the same time. <laughs> I forgot about uh, the ass turbo kit. We didn't oh, even man. try to fix it. It just <laughs> threw it away. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've had some bad ideas. 
Um, that was one of them. <laughs> uh, another one jumping off Grand Prix. So you had the supercharger, and I heard you tried to take that supercharger, put it on the Cobalt, because it's bigger, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did that. And apparently that did that. not work either. Yep, we put an M90 on a Cobalt, and it had negative gains. Because this one still pops up on Facebook groups. Yeah. Every couple, six months or so, someone's like, I'm going to try to do this. We even <laughs> used a Gen 5 blower because that was the best one. The well, M62 the idea, is still better. The idea is good. When you think about, like, bigger blower, bigger power, people go, how is it possible? But then when you get into the science of it and you look at the, um, you look at the volumetric efficiency curve and you see that as the rotors spin faster, you get... You get gains, certain types of gains in that kind of a blower. And uh, when you're spinning the rotors slower, but the boost is higher, you get all that leak by on those rotors. And so it just it just doesn't work. I mean, not to mention, you know, the, the flow parameters aren't exactly even. And yeah, you get a negative gain. Yeah, I mean, imagine putting a top fuel dragster blower on in a 3800. Mm. It's probably not going to perform very well because <laughs> it's not the right application. Not to say that a bigger blower doesn't work. It does. Like, uh, uh, you know, you put a TVS on, you're going to make big gains. You can put you can put other blowers on. But that particular uh, design, um, the, the low helical twist um, root style blower does not does not work well. I think if you had a high high twist, it would probably work. They do better at at pressure. <laughs> so, um, but we did we did do an M one twelve conversion on a thirty eight hundred. Yep. That Man, what, that was what wasn't worth doing, but uh, it was no, cool. that was totally worth doing. That thing was cool as hell. It was cool. It was cool. And uh, for those that wonder what happened to that product, I mean, for us, uh, we had different routes we wanted to go, but we had another vendor ask us to buy the rights to it, and so we sold the rights to that product, uh, as well as all of our our uh in production components um i don't i don't think they're still around no uh, there was one not too long ago that no i mean the, the vendor that did that, oh, that bought yeah that. I don't, I don't no. think, was that a canadian guy i, oh. I don't remember yeah i don't remember either. just to bring you guys up to speed so an m112 rotor pack is longer than an m90 rotor pack obviously so what zzp did was we machined a blower housing extension spacer basically, that allowed us to cram an M112 rotor pack into an M90. And this is like pre-Gen 5. So this is a Gen 3 blower housing yeah. that we crammed this M112 rotor pack into. And one of the reasons we wanted to do it was that we kind of got mocked and told it wouldn't work Yep. Uh, by Scott Cook. Surprise, yeah. surprise, right? So, you know, Scott lays the gauntlet down and, you know, we'll, we'll make anything work at that point. And it worked and it, it performed fairly well. Well, we took it first was an place upgrade. at Scott's event. Yeah. With it on the car, what? right? Henry Lucier? Yeah, Henry Lucier's car. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So at uh, Norwalk. And got kicked out for taking first place, too, if I recall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show because up to was, his event, and yeah. we, had, we had the fastest car. If you can't beat him, cheat, I guess, is the motto over there. But, yeah, those were, those were high drama days. Man. But it was fun, man. It was fun just screwing around with bullshit all the time because there were no parts, right? And you just have this this 
open slate where we're just trying all this stuff. Because, I mean, you're talking about a 14-second car. I mean, they barely even sell 14-second cars anymore. <laughs> you know? Kia's probably faster. Than there are probably cars. minivans running 14s <laughs> right now, like yeah. stock. Um, but, yeah, you know, I miss, I miss some of that. That's why we like uh, seeing those customer... Yeah. Unique yeah. builds. We'll talk about the, the fuel of the competition, too. Matt was saying before you got here, Zoom, how far we've come with the LTG and why we haven't pushed it, but it's like no one's close. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been a it's been a two edged sword because you look at like the ATS platform, which is huge. I mean, those cars are everywhere, and it should. Um, you know, I said that I long time ago. I said that should have been a four or five million dollar market for us. You know, and it never got there. But uh, it's great that we're kind of the only game in town. But it also sucks because we're not driven to do better. Yeah. So, and you know, when you're fractioned out and you have all these different markets going on at the same time and only a handful of guys, uh, you're going to get the attention where the fun is, where the action is. You know, no one yep. wants to go to a party and nobody's inside. You know, you want to you wanna jump into the chaos. And I think that's why we spent some resources probably more on the, on the Sonic... 1.4 platform lately than we did the the ATS. Yep. Um, I don't even necessarily know why we chose that, but basically Zoom had a pretty much a company meeting and was like, uh, hey, uh, Al, make the Sonic fast. I don't care what it takes. Pretty much. It was more it than was one like meeting. A, it was, it an was like a requirement. It. Yeah. <laughs> it was a beat down and it yeah. was an argument. And you, you also were giving me a bunch of shit about, oh, I don't think the car could go. I don't think it could go that fast, Zoom. I don't think we can hit 11s with that car, right? And I said, we could hit 10s. And then I get mocked still or whatever, happens. whatever, you know. So, yeah, that was that was a lot of internal fighting. And, you know, Al got all butthurt about it, I think. And You brought you know. me the keys one time. He's like, you want the keys? I said, you know, if you hand me those keys, the car is going to run 10s, right? <laughs> and then a year later, he runs 10s. But that's what it took. That's what it takes. So we have, we have internal shit like that. You know, we're, yep. we're constantly doing development, especially for the newer guys, because I don't, you know, I get triggered. Someone says, like, oh, that's impossible. I'm man. I am so triggered. If you want to get know? Zoom going, just tell them something's yeah, impossible. Do you remember when Brandon told me you couldn't take, uh, what was it, a lower, you couldn't do a lower, get the lower intake off in X amount of time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I go, do you want you want me to do it? And then that's what the amount of time I do it in is what I'll pay you from now on to do this job or something like that. No. Because, yeah, that's right. You know, motherfucker. You know I'll come and do that shit. So... Um, yeah, uh, we don't, we don't, uh, I don't accept that around here. Like you've got to deliver. And if you come with some weak game about like, oh, it's too hard. It's impossible. We can't make this. We can't do that. No, there's no such thing as can't around here. It's just, you're not trying or you haven't figured it out, you know, but you are not going to hear that stuff about can't, especially because you see, you see, like say GM racing and certain things that they've done or other things that people have done with other platforms and stuff. And I know the talent we have in the building. So it's like, really, you're going to, you're going to bow out and let other people make us look bad. You better deliver. Right. <laughs> but, uh, they did. Al did. Al, mm -hmm. Al and Tyler put a lot into that and they, um, they delivered big, and there's and, and you know what? I don't, where are we at with that platform? What what time are we running with that little one four? 
ten eights or something. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we're not done. There's all kinds of room left yeah. in that car. Yep. However, already... we can't get anybody to come play with us. You know, everybody, everyone wants to talk game until they got to come do something. And yeah, you know, still on stock transmission. Yeah, you put a race transmission, it's yeah. going to drop a half a second on a manual because <laughs> he's slow shifting it. Yeah, and talk about a, a tinkerer's car. Like, what was it in the last year, year and a half? There's now eight. I think... Eight Sonic Cruises around here, employees or ZZP cars. I think eighteen. I know Steve just counted it up, and we Steve were Steve like, went through oh. the shop. Like, you know, Becky's son has one with a V3 turbo, and you know, a tune, and yep. you know, I've got one, and a few like, of our warehouse shipping guys all just well, them and... two welders have them. Uh-huh. Like, w- w- I think there's like eighteen one fours in the company, and we have like three or four shop cars that are just shop 1.4 turbo mm-hmm. cruises and sonics mm-hmm. so yeah we i think that is the most popular car right now oh yeah um for you know it's, it's a tinkering car it's a it's a fun car it's a cute car i mean i even like i even like them you know it's, it's a zippy little quick car i mean mine's up and running again forged engine and my my uh sonic engine we Forged it, went uh, with the one millimeter over pistons, and I decked the block and did the piston to head clearance and all that. I spool our KO4 at 2,800 RPM. That's a big oh, turbo shit. for a 1.4. Yeah. It's well spooled by 3,000 RPM. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It had a uh, pistons way down in the hole. Like, it's, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be a thing at all our platforms. <clears throat> yep. If you've got a recessed piston, yep. it's uh, free power waiting for you to clearance that deck properly. Yeah, GM get, just get doesn't want, they just want safety. They just want to not have a problem. So they just make it conservative. Mm-hmm. And then that just, you know, what sucks is that you have to assemble your whole engine, measure it, and then determine how much to deck your, your block. So that's like the difficult part is that you have to assemble the whole engine first to even find out what you have to do. Yeah, back in those 3,800 days, I'd be looking for the pistons kissing that head. Yep. We just keep going thinner with like doing different head gasket shims, pulling them apart to see. And once you saw it kissing, you knew that you knew that clearance. It's hard to tell, you know, RPM, the 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 piston rock in there, your you know your rod stretch. You know, you get a range like you know the Google kind of give you the range of how much clearance you need. Where they say usually 30 to 40 or something like that. 30. Um, 30 or. But, but every motor is going to be a little different in how far you can push it. But you do make power um, almost for free yeah. as you bring it closer and closer. Well, until you have a catastrophic problem. <laughs> well, it's it's a detonation issue. Yeah. I mean, your your fueling and timing's got to match the compression you gain from doing it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, the engine becomes more and more efficient as you do it. But uh, but yeah, you you if you're running if you're trying to make big power on minnesota 91 you know increasing your compression probably isn't the greatest idea mm-hmm. i mean i know matt and i are talking about all the time like it, it it blows my mind the fuel quality difference between all these states and it seems like like minnesota is a problem that, like, that's man, been hard like, for our business in a way yeah because michigan has good fuel so great when, fuel when, the best when we, fuel when we use 
our gas or when a customer drives in, you know, or whatever it is, and the car's good to go. And we, we, you know, customers get mad, but we do let the cars out of here conservatively, you know, because people get even more mad when their cars blow up. Yep. So we, we put a little cushion in there. And even with that, customers in certain states will get home and have problems. And uh, we're like, what is going on? And the fuel is garbage in some of these areas. Well, it doesn't help if you go to loaf and jug. Yeah. So, these customers, man, stop saving, stop saving money. Buy brand name fuel. If this other gas station is 14 cents a gallon cheaper, it's probably for a reason. Yep. You know, it, to go along with the loaf and jug, it was, there was a, I don't remember the loaf and jug story. I think that was a Mac customer, but, uh, but like we built a twin charge cobalt back in the day. I think it made 380 wheel horsepower. If I recall 380, 420, somewhere in between there, uh, car runs great. Customer com- pays, picks it up, takes it home, blows it up over the weekend. I think he picked it up on a Friday, blew it up by Monday, uh, brings the car back. And like, this is kind of in the beginning of our cobalt days. So we're like, you know what? Bring the car in. Like, you know, we're not going to say we're not going to say if this is a warranty or not. You know, it's his stock engine. It blows up. So he brings it to us. We build we find an engine. We put it together because that was before we had forged pistons for these things. We put it all back together. Matt puts it on the dyno and the car lost like 100 horsepower, if I recall. Well, I I turned the boost control all the way down. Okay, And it still had like six degrees of KR. Air fuel was off a full point. Couldn't figure it out. A full point. Showing richer. Hmm. But getting KR. It's uh, environmental fuel. Some Minnesota special fuel for the environment. Not for race cars. (laughs) Matt spends a bunch of time on the dyno trying to get it to work, right? And we're scratching our heads. Finally, Matt's like... I've, it was probably me back back then in the install bay, and he's like, Tim, get this fuel out of this car. So we pump the tank. We put our, our gas back in. Matt flashes our tune that he left with. Boom. Car runs perfect right back to the same power. What do you do? Like, and, and we still have people that, like, want to not, like, they don't want a remote tune. Like, the first scan, and Matt and I already know, like, up, here we go. We got a garbage fuel car. Like, yeah. and, and here's another one. Like E85 isn't even, you don't assume your E85 is great. It can have okay ethanol percentage and still be garbage. I've had to tell customers like, Hey, uh, run this tank E85 out. Just put 93 back in it and let's see what the next scan looks like. Car hmm. fixed. Wow. You know th- that the not ethanol in E85 is 70 octane. Like natural gas. Do you notice a like state or region for the eighty five, or is that just random? It's just you know, it's just random. Hmm. You know, there are just some E eighty five that's just garbage. I mean, and the more not ethanol in it, the worse the octane is. I mean, if you have E sixty, I mean, I don't know what the math says on that, but it's probably eighty seven octane. <laughs> By the time you cut that. 110 octane or whatever it is with 70 you know 
it's uh you know you can't assume you hp tuners or some kind of scan tool is a must have now you got to make sure you don't have kr especially on these di cars that are so prone to detonation Mm -hmm. you know scanning and making sure you don't have kr is so crucial what else we got on the list uh last big thing i wanted to get on my list matt i know you kind of quick made a little comment earlier about transmissions the sonic being a manual but the auto swap in two-tone cobalt <laughs> i don't know anything about this actually al just told me before i went up here he's like ask matt about the auto swap it, it worked well it just uh it was the only drag car so it wouldn't drive down the street with it or anything well, i mean it's just boring oh <laughs> You know, nobody was wanted it, nobody wanted to drive it that the way. The auto trans from a cobalt like seventeen thousand stall converter. It was a Grand Prix training. Oh really? Yeah, fourteen sixty five. A typical GM racing transmission. Is that what they used yeah, to? For, I think it was forty two hundred stall or something like that, and uh, it was had some wild gears in it too. It, it went down the track great. Huh. Ran. What did we run? That nines? Nine, yep. Nine eighties? Nine eighties, I think. Yep. 145. I mean, it is getting it for a cobalt. So at what point did you decide you needed to swap from the manual to that? Because um, I assume you had the F40 by then, right? No. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't, so. We didn't have F40s uh, I yet. I think we had it at that time. Hmm. We were just grenading F35s and everything, so <laughs> yeah. it was not really an option. Yeah. We knew the... 1465 well so it was easy yeah you had all put it in there went to the track twice and ran nines it it just worked um (laughs) shifting in it close to 10,000 um it performed great but what do you do with a car like that yeah it you know it did its job and yeah that's it of course ryan wanted to put it back to a stick right away and go street racing so when we got the six speed going that went in it so that was the first six speed car too then um The, the drag cobalt no, the black one was the first one, mm-hmm. but then he wanted one. So. <laughs> I think that's the one we have the video on our YouTube of doing a burnout all the way down the back lot area. Uh, probably. <laughs> uh, uh, you guys have any other last failures you can think of that you want to touch on? Else I'll jump into these um, giveaways for whoever's still watching us. Oh, man. I'm uh, sure there's a million more. There, but There's a lot of them. I remember when we used bilge pumps for intercoolers, and it worked, actually worked extremely well. They just didn't last. So, you know, that creates a problem. You get, you get maybe a year out of them, you know, and that was that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a few brake kits that didn't work very well. Um, just whatever combination of, of caliper pressure rotor uh, didn't work very well. I mean, our customers don't see a lot of what doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Um, and, you know, again, to reiterate the business, like, you know, I know it sounds like bullshit, but we are a different kind of company. And your money is appreciated. Your support to the customers is appreciated. We, we love it because it gives us an opportunity to do more of what we like to do, which then gives you more options and parts. So as long as customers are supporting a platform, we're still going to be making parts. Um, oh, did we did we release the revised SS today? Uh, uh, yesterday or the day before? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one of those things, right? Like, we we have an intercooler for the thirty eight hundred. We've had that intercooler what ten years? Yeah. At least, probably. At least, yep. Yeah, we have no reason to redo that thing. You know, right? We're the only ones selling it, and we're still we're making money, and. Uh, 
but you know, if we see if we have a platform that's supported and thirty hundred guys do still support the platform, we're mm -hmm. still going to redesign, redevelop, and constantly push uh, that thing forward. And so that's what we do. When you see those new parts on our site, uh, and you're gonna you're gonna keep seeing them. We've got. Uh, whole line of stuff we're doing with that green green stuff in the motors now you mm -hmm. know since we've had good luck with that you'll see that across all the platforms soon um yeah we just keep going and it's fun it's fun to watch customers uh be able to do more and more because they have access to parts to do cool stuff mm -hmm. i think um we released the ss center core in 2004 so that means the full size has been around even longer. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, that was when I had my 97 Grand Prix that that was on. <laughs> yeah. so, so nine nine years later, we, we redesign it to uh, improve performance, you know, really, <laughs> yep. and simplify, simplify the routing, hose routing, things like that. Um, Kyla just mentioned... Uh, does it have to be car parts? What about the time we hired a six-person marketing team that didn't know anything about cars? <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of business development uh, as well. Like, like you, you have a group of guys that had no idea what they were doing business-wise, uh, myself included, sort of. So, yeah, we, we tried a lot of stuff, man. A lot of failed websites. Uh, that's a whole podcast in itself. That, that is, yeah. A lot of failed softwares, a lot of failed ideas, separating the team, bad idea. When we had the marketing yep. team upstairs, that was a bad idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of stuff. But <laughs> the the original recipe still is the best recipe. You get You get people who love the sport and love the cars, and they buy the cars so they know the cars, and everyone you talk to at ZZP is driving ZZP cars and knows ZZP cars. So you have this whole group of people that you have access to. You know, we don't outsource to India for customer service and yep. stuff like that. Like, yeah, you, you can just get a hold of anybody. Uh -huh. that's, that's, I love that. And I love that we can all talk um, about the same kind of stuff. You know, you got, you got this like a bunch of buddies and then when you we bring someone in now we have these groups of like hey do we want we want to let you know bob come in which we got a new uh a new a new employee yep. coming bringing some talent coming uh, in a month or two right uh march 15 mm -hmm. or 13 some of you in the chat on a, might on know a him, monday but... yeah yeah <laughs> uh, gonna be taking uh what is it a slasher role or an engineering slash role yeah Yep. Yeah. 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 He's he's in there. He's right in the chat right now. The old uh, throw them in and let them find their place type deal. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. We're we're like, hey, everybody bombard this individual with questions and 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 ZZP, and let's just see where they let's see where the chips fall, right? <laughs> so yeah, you you just end up doing stuff like like with a bender right hey we just spent a million dollars on a bender uh we never really thought about who's gonna use it though <laughs> who's gonna who's gonna make parts who can we got and and someone just volunteers like yeah mm -hmm. i can tackle that and and so that's what we do yep oh i remember you're talking about brett ward yeah yeah there you yeah. go for 480 horse park avenue to the wheels when was this Oh, five maybe long time ago oh, wow yeah yeah so this was og two buildings ago or was that across the street it was uh dhp tuned 
Hmm. On a conservative dyno. Yeah, we didn't have a dyno. So we're using someone else's dyno. It was Motor City Steel. It was a little conservative. Um, when we got there, there was a V8 Turbo Trans Am putting down 138. A V8 <laughs> 1980, 1979. And I was like, ooh. And the, the guy tuning said, no, that's, that's about right. That's what they make. Five liters. Was the guy upset One, about it? Or? No, it's, it, was all, it was all factory. It's a nice car. Made 138. And we're like, all right. And then we strapped down a 3.8 liter V6 and put down 480 right after <laughs> Uh, and that was that even off the shelf parts at the time or was that like a custom build that was custom but that was the the T67 we've sold lots yeah eventually brought those he was the first one yeah in fact he was the one that uh, that spec'd it oh really it worked so well it just is a a big turbo in the Grand National Market (laughs) so that's what he bought and it just it was perfect and out of all the cars up Park Avenue Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Zoom said it's like driving a waterbed yeah. Uh, Literally was like driving a fast water bed down the highway. Wasn't he doing uh, Roger B stuff and then the cops came, but we, they didn't know it was him? Yeah, he had a, uh, a le- le- electric cutout. Yeah, yeah. The cops came. Thinking, oh, it was silent. To quiet the exhaust? <laughs> Completely silent with that thing closed. So he's ripping passes. Uh, and, Cops come up, pull him over, and he just Park Avenue. Just whisper silent. <laughs> vroom, vroom. It wasn't me. I don't know. <laughs> I see a bunch of people in the chat talking about their favorite episodes, and uh, I guess we want to say 100 episodes. We are glad you're here. Thanks for showing up. Keep letting us know ideas you want to hear on the podcast. We like talking to you, and as long as you guys keep supporting us, we'll be able to do this every Friday. So, thank you guys for joining us. If anyone has any last thoughts, <laughs> close it off. I'm Elsa, good. should we do the traditional, what are you doing this weekend? Zoom, what are you up to? <laughs> working. <laughs> Always working. Can't turn the brain off, right? I'll be at the Sparta house, working. Finish it, hoping to finish it up this weekend. Nice. Yep. Matt? SRX. Almost done. Almost done? <laughs> Cadillac SRX. Yeah. Auction score. That's a rebuild and sell. Fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> just easy fix. Uh, yeah, daily driver. You, how many auction rebuilds did you do last year? Do you remember? You did about one every couple of months, didn't you? Eh, probably five or six. But, yeah, just throw in these lowball offers. Sometimes they go through. <laughs> when when are you going to announce your new toy? Yeah, that's uh, that we've been keeping podcast? it hush hush, but okay, well, it's, it's good to well, throw the can, little hints can, in there. It, it is episode one hundred. Yeah, bring it up another time. Well, is there a really obscure hint we can give? Oh, I think that's enough hint. <laughs> Someone <laughs> new, will new figure it out. New toy is enough hint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, new toy. Keep asking us about it because it's funny, but <laughs> we'll tell you when we're ready. <laughs> I could yeah. throw them off with a pretty big hint. What is it? It was free. <laughs> kind of. This toy was free. The most expensive free ever, yes. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a kid. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I will say um, new platform coming soon. <laughs> we got it. Have we even announced our other new platform? Are we, we we have parts out yet for the uh, the, the GM Tyler's drive. Oh, the the ER. Yeah. Um. Not not officially. Not officially. No. Okay. We're we're dabbling in the uh, Volt and ER market, so mm-hmm. we're gonna we're figuring out right now what uh, parts cross crossover from other platforms, and we'll develop a line of parts for the Volt, you know, and uh, ER primarily handling stuff since, you know, as Zoom said, it's it's an electric car, so there's uh, it's not as much to it's both. So and there's a lot of things that can be fixed on it. There's a lot of room <laughs> for improvement on that car, uh, so. That, yeah, that could be neat. I'm starting to think that half of the people that show up to the podcast is just for leaked information <laughs> at this yeah. point. Kind yeah, well, they out. definitely get a couple of insides. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you up to this weekend, Tim? Um, no big plans, but uh, ZZP uh, Dominican Republic trip mm-hmm. is uh, Thursday, so definitely doing some packing for that. One of the benefits of working here is the company takes us to Dominican Republic for like four or five days. Yep. So that's going to be a good time. Yep. And uh, so I apologize in advance because our customer service team will maybe be down a little bit for a few days, but <laughs> we'll make it work. Everybody's we'll got to take vacation sometime. Tyler and I can sub in, so <laughs> uh, we're going over to your place actually Saturday. Yep. Kyla, the VP, just got a new puppy, so we're going to watch him while you guys are gone, see how that goes. Yep. And then it's Kate's birthday, so wish her a happy birthday. I don't think she's in the chat today, but uh, we'll do something. He's guessing 2-7 Silverado. <laughs> it's a pretty good guess. It's not a bad guess. Yeah, it is a good guess. Maybe someday. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> we've discussed it a few times. You guys just keep thinking about that one. We, we have discussed hiring software engineers, not for the electric vehicle hacks, but just because it would be helpful in a lot of the platforms. But um, hiring anyone is very difficult. Man. I would say, and, and, and it's twice as hard here as anywhere else because we don't hire for talent. First, we hire for fit. And then we say, what's your talent? Okay, you got both, now you can come on board. We, we don't, we, I mean, this is too much fun to have somebody come in and spoil it we don't like hanging out with, you know? Yeah, yep. yeah at, at this point right now, like, we don't want anybody that doesn't already have a job. So we're kind of at that point to where we have to start, like, sniping people. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, we, we want this guy for this reason or that reason. Mm-hmm. Or, or if somebody just wants to work here, which it is a great place. I mean, Dominican Republic trips, like, every year. Playing with race cars, you know? Yeah, race cars. <laughs> like, there are people that search us out, and they're like, hey, we want to work there. But, you know, like Zoom said, I mean, first off, the personality's got to fit very well. And then uh, and then after that, it, then we talk talent. Yep. Let us know if you guys want to see a podcast on people, hiring strategies. I know we've been trying to get Kyla back on the podcast. That'd be pretty yep. good, you and Kyla. Maybe, maybe when... The new guys start. That'd be uh, yeah. We uh, <laughs> throw them in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trial by fire. <laughs> and ask him on podcast why? Why did you want to work here? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, on that note, I think <laughs> we uh, <laughs> close <it> up. <laughs> you guys have a good weekend. Thanks for a hundred hundred podcasts.